while we at it, we still got a few minutes to throw some plugs. Y'all want to do any shout outs? I like to plug Deli Man down there on uh, San Jose Avenue. Down there, uh, Roxy (laughs) Sandwiches. Uh, I want to plug La Santa Neca. You know, I love La Santa Neca. You know, El Boom Bay también. Louis wants to talk. Louis got something to say, man. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, baby. Hold on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Shout out, shout out. Uh, next. Shout out to Toto's and San Bruno, because uh-huh. that's my shit. <laughs> let me just, let, let me just, the next uh, Dota Boy on Living Break single comes out August 26th with the video. Yeah. Alright, August 26th. August 26th. Hey, yo, we going on tour up, but, uh, in November. Slap Frost Tour. Oh, go ahead. I took your, I took your life. Outside the syndicate going. It's gonna be live. Live. We going on tour, y'all. Like about be dope. Like 20 cities. So get ready. Yeah. Come party with us. Come fuck with us. We going from Texas. Uh-huh. Hey, Florida. whenever you see us out there, just say what up. <laughs> oh, we get down, you know, you got some weed I'm smoking too. Yeah, bring bring some, some drugs. Drink. I got drink. Bring some drugs. I'm gonna be smoking. Got it all in my pocket. If you guys listening, uh, A.O. Lyrical uh, likes to smoke. One. One. Great motherfucking drug. Please. Outside the syndicate. One. Yeah. That Rolling was up. outside the syndicate. Man, that was a journey. That was an experience. And I just knew from the feeling of my gut it was going to be a good show. I'm so glad for y'all to tune in, and yeah, it's crazy. Hoping y'all are doing good out there. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to a friend that just passed recently. Was by the name of Jason Myers, uh, former head of security over at the Independent, which is a really dope uh, venue. Yeah, got to check out Rakim, and you know, I work a few shows over there, but yeah, now like. Definitely, like, he was a kind soul, and I just want to give a shout-out to whoever can hear this right now. Man, I knew knew the homie for a year, but hey, man, I just want to say that, you know, it sucks seeing you gone. You know what I mean? But yeah, other than that, let's leave it on a high note. Y'all take care. Y'all be good to each other. We'll be on for the next one. We got Lux Trend and we got a little bit of a switch up, but we'll announce it. Stay tuned. Peace, love. Shout out to IMF on the guitar. Nordic was rocking. I don't know if y'all can hear that in the background, but man, play us out. will be on the couch you'll see the movie so, tank girl does the same thing it uses cartoon animation uh, from the cartoon comic tank girl i think i remember that film uh Lori perry yeah see she didn't get famous off of that i mean that movie was like a tankless job <laughs>
no reward. Look how nice their car is. I said, well, what movie were you in? He says, thank girl. I said, oh, you're welcome. So now they're taking her to the Sheik. Uh, you know, the guy who's going to do the diamond ship. They're going to ship the diamonds to. And we learned this weird thing. He's like his daughter and also son. He goes, this is my son. When she was a little girl, she was in this Saudi Arabian country. And they... Oh. He adopted. There she is. There's the sheep. He's like adopted dad to her. It's a weird thing. That's why they needed her. The sheep would trust her own son. Yeah. His own son. He also he has a car in the driveway in the inside yes. the house. Yes, he's obnoxiously rich. Oh, it's all like pop culture pinball. He's oh. a stereotype. Now, this actor was the fourth choice to play the Sheik. Oh, like, yeah. Who were the, yeah, who were the... kept happening, you know? Shit happens. And then yeah. they were like, we shoot tomorrow! Yeah. I say fourth choice. Jolly good of you to... I love the accents. I love when you pick these films, these English. Oh, you, do you think they're, like, better paced to, to, to watch, or...? Uh, no, but they are differently paced because it's a different culture. It's so funny how time also makes, like, our country in the 30s, it was a different culture. If we poof went there, we'd be like, this place is fucked up. Oh, my God, can you imagine? I mean, like, what kind of chewing gum is this? They're like, it's uh, blackjack. People love blackjack. I'm not putting grease in my hair, dude. Chill out. Have a moxie. Ice cold (laughs) moxie. Here, have a Coca-Cola with cocaine. Ooh, yeah. So by that point, I'm sure they started. Wow. By the 30s, maybe, but... Well, wasn't the whole idea of, like, soda jerks where, like, you have to get a formula, like, you have to go to a pharmacist and get the formula, and then they're like, well, we could carbonate it and make a drink, and why'd you sit here and we'll put, like, a ice cream in it? Oh. And then they had, like, a, a, a soda jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ever see Dr. Pepper and there's that little like 80s rocker guy and he's like, you deserve a pepper. You ever see those? Uh-huh. I've seen those commercials. Yeah, yeah, that's a soda jerk. <laughs> I know, I guess then. <laughs> What's in the bag, Dad? <laughs> this is a gift for um, huh. gift Let me guess. Is it, is it a cannon? Yes, and he goes, certainly it's not a functioning model. And he's offended by that. He goes, don't! You're pointing at that Buckingham Palace. You'll see in a minute. He's totally into it. Yeah, she loves her dad. <laughs> That's Buckingham Palace, my good man! He goes, take it to this other window. It's a better view. Honestly! <laughs> uh. So he's going to be in this throughout this two-hour movie. Yes, but not... You'll see him throughout the film, but no, he's not the... He he plays a large enough role. He Carl, goes look. away for a time, and then he's back in the end. Gotcha. Hello, fourth choice. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello, There's Mr. Available. <laughs> There's only one man who would dare steal from me, and 
Gabriel and this Gabriel. Oh my god, he has the worst eyesight. <laughs> he's also he's funny. He's he's a good character, right? Because he's snobby and everything, but like at the same time, like he'll allow you to best him and he'll be humiliated and take it. And also he's he's smart, but he's dumb at the same time. And his bodyguard is this woman. He's got this weird relationship. Okay, this is McWhorter. And he's like the money man of Gabriel's criminal operation. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love this island. So this must be Italy. Uh, this might be... I'll go tell you. This is his fortress island. It's his private island. But I'll tell oh, you the location. Fire Island. Fire Island. Thousand, um, it's thousand um, Italy, Sicily. It's Castillo di Sant'Eliasio Siculo. Looks Italy, Italy. Except for the fucking bells. I get it. You got Taco Bell. Shut up. <laughs> dong, dong. Dong, dong. <laughs> I'll be right back. Gordita calls. It used to be that you in California would have different commercials than us in New York, you know? Oh, what, for, for Taco Bell? For, yeah, yeah, for everything. Yeah. You wouldn't have Taco Bell. You'd have, like, Mr. Taco. It was a different, you know, I'm talking going back to, like, 66 when this film was. Well, there was Hardee's and there's, like, uh, uh, Carl's Jr. That's uh, Carl's Jr. is... Uh... When we were Fox kids, BS. there was Jack in the Box. And there was Jack's. Right. There was uh, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. There was Gino's. And Bloomfield's. They had the Arthur Treacher's. And then remember when Arthur Treacher's went out of business, they put made an F. They made it Arthur Features. And they kept oh. the business. It was really good. I like Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Arthur Treacher shows up in a Abner Costello movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but they're like high society. We saw uh, last week. Yeah, in society. Well, you know what? I'm so sorry, Carl. I was, uh, I have a, I went to the library since then and I've rented a, a DVD of 16 Abbott and Costello movies. Really? Yeah. So I actually said the movie we watched last week was their 18th. Their 18th was actually Meets Frankenstein. Oh. This was like their 15th or 14th. And so it's in there. Yeah. So it has like, I was watching, uh, one night in the tropics uh-huh. and uh well look you know and so i didn't realize like i didn't have my phone Carl. i apologize yeah no problem yeah why did you bring that up what, well because i was like i was watching a lot of abacostella today i was like i'm gonna watch abacostella uh before we do this and, uh, and your phone was not in the room right yeah yeah wow. I, was, I didn't realize i didn't have the clock on me oh well, this, this movie was produced organically i'm sorry go ahead carl <laughs> Okay, this is McWhorter again with, you know, like brains and money. and Okay, but we just met the bodyguard. We missed her, but that's okay. We'll see lots of her. They should have like a warning, epileptic warning up front. Yeah, look at this. 3D walls. How do they do that? And it's 66 in England. Faltering. 66 Celsius. <laughs> They actually didn't have. I don't know the answer. What? When did metric come around for in, for 
Oh, back in 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, like, we're just learning, like, why don't you turn it up? We're getting quirky stuff about Gabriel, you know, his, the way he thinks. It's not all about money, you know. That's quirky. Yeah. He got a personality. Right. And, you know, he's the boss, so he can, like, have someone take his socks off for him. Right. And this no one complains. It's sweltering hot. It's like, I'm going to take walk around with my bare feet. Okay, here is Bodyguard, and she is just a psychopath. But it's funny. She has a dynamic with them. They, like, have a almost like they have a relationship the way they go at each uh i don't know they do little digs on each other but they're not completely mean-spirited so it's enjoyable right it's like yeah no, I listen again i think it's over yeah i guess so okay and their brother and sister that's gross no, they're not brother and sister. Okay, so what we're learning now is Gabriel's getting those diamonds. That's it. He's fucking getting those diamonds. And he knows that Modesty Blaze is going to, like, protect him. That's kind of the thing I don't understand about the film. A lot of it I don't understand. Like, they Modesty already know, right? has the diamonds to start with, but it's sold like she's going to ensure their safe passage. They're on this ship called the Tybora. They're never even with her. I just don't understand it. But somehow she protects them. She has to steal them. You'll see. Here's a dumb joke. You see his big glass, and then right. his financial guy gets this little glass. Ha, ha, ha. Maybe it's a <clears throat> Aphrodite. Yeah. Brandy. Later on, inexplicably, there will be a goldfish in Gabriel's glass. Oh, no. I didn't even realize he was in there. That mime, yeah. I didn't know he was tied up in there. Yeah, see, okay, we're going to have a mime death now, and I'm not sure if it's funny. Yeah. It's a gold mime of humor, don't you think? Oh, that mime was a gold mime. Oh. <laughs> oh, me oh mine. Oh, oh mine. So now we're going to see, um, look, I don't want to just like insult a whole group of people, but I just never felt like mimes have a sound judgment. Well, you know, there's always been the best of mimes and the worst of mimes. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to go. You ready for some good vibes? Best of mimes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have, oh, he sees that it's perilous. Ha, ha, ha. That'd be funny if I fell. Please don't. Please don't. He's like Jim Carrey in, in that Andy Kaufman movie. Still in character. Hey, did, so you, did you miss my mimes have don't have sound judgment joke? If you said it right now, no. <laughs> oh, mime's gone. Now it's obviously a dummy. You're gonna see when it goes over continuity wise. It's that's not the right word, but it's obviously a dummy. Now right. Gabriel is 
amused, entertained, he's intrigued, he's watching this kill. But there's nothing creepy about it. Uh, okay. He's like admiring. They're not boyfriending. Look how thin she is that her rib is open. They're not. Now watch this. Oh, I'm mind choked. You see what Gabriel did just then? Yeah, it's he the cheered. lightest bit of engagement. He's not overly amused. He's not. He's just a smart guy. He's just drinking it in. <laughs> he's mind choked. Can't believe the mime like stuck his head. Like, oh. All right, here we go. Real mime yeah, being tossed down the cliff. Dummy. You know, they, they had to prep the uh, dummy. Like, you could do it. You're no dummy, man. You could do it. <laughs> now, what do you want me to do with the body now that I threw the dummy? Now the fish shows up and McWhorter's confused. We get a joke. He never really drinks from it. Here. Okay, now, you see, there's the mime. There's right. Nicole. And there's Taco. Taco is that illusionist. Okay? So Taco's working for Gabriel. And Nicole, therefore, is working for Gabriel. She's like the assistant. But Nicole is the lover of Willie, who we saw earlier. Yes. I'll have to remind you when we get there. No, I remember him. He lives in that boat over there. Come on. Hardly. 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 Oh, he's in the ferry? So later, the mine that you saw on the poster, like uh -huh. in another scene, he'll be struck out. He'll be like crossed out. They cross his eyes out with the Lexus. <laughs> right. No, they just like he's he doesn't show up anymore. They they like struck him. So they're in Amsterdam, not England. And now we're going to have a long ass segment in Amsterdam. Um it's all about trying to get close to Gabriel, which I don't understand for the plot, Mike, because Gabriel doesn't have the diamond. Right. So, and, and also the movie's called Modesty Blaze, right? Oh, there so, she is, finally. What do you mean, finally? I, I've been spending like 15 minutes like at the Sausage Factory uh, party. That's her press photo when she was a model in Italy. Oh. Uh, uh, is this uh, pleasure or business? It's always pleasurable business, darling. Uh, I work in the cornflakes industry. Now, oh. like, when you watch this movie, you like her. Right. She's, like... Now, the guy who wrote this comic strip was Peter O'Toole. Oh, what? Wait, I'm saying double. Peter uh, O'Toole. My double vision. No, no, not, not. I'm wrong about that. But it's um, Peter O'Donnell. Peter O'Donnell. And disagreed and he, okay he wrote this script thinking he was scripting his comic strip and he gave it to the director and the director's like oh, 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 and he gets other people to write it you know i heard the commentary track on the dvd that's oh, 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 oh. so so then peter o'donnell goes and novelizes his script he makes it a um Modesty Blaze novel, and it does great. It sells great. So was this with the blessing of the creator, or he just... Well, he was the 
Oh, this? Yeah, they did like some contractor deal. I mean, blessing like he doesn't like it, but yeah, it's so. Do you all remember in Pulp Fiction, John Travolta is reading Monty plays on the toilet when he yep. gets shot by Bruce Willis. So he's reading the novelization of the screenplay of this movie. Yes, he is reading the novelization of the screenplay of this movie. You see, Quentin Tarantino announced he was going to direct a readaptation of Modesty Blaze in the 90s, but it didn't happen. And then, yeah, like you said, he was reading it in Pulp Fiction, which is 94. Tarantino's like all in his own little. Yeah. All like. Well, I knew that Monty Blaze was a comic strip, and then I knew there was a novel, but I didn't realize, and I knew there was a movie, but I didn't realize the novel was a novelization of the movie. Right. Which makes a little more sense for why it appeared. Yeah, you're not going to use my script? Well, it's a fucking great script, so I'm going to make it into a novel. There's the Tiberia. That's where the diamonds are. Does Modesty know that? It's not clear. Is he trying to, like, Get, draw out the enemy or something like yeah that's right yeah uh, okay, the canal motherfucker is gonna put a fucking bomb in the water of amsterdam oh that's so banal uh canal that's so canal okay because oh, he yeah. wants to kill modesty now he works for gabriel well you know what movie we should look for is amsterdam duh the horror movie we rarely do horror movies that'd be fun we did yeah. house, house four and we've done plenty of 80s movies so that'd be easy modesty sees the bomb or right. cheap but she look, said it's the bomb it got flipped out of it's why it's willie saved her life oh what a coincidence i would be peeing my pants are you kidding me <laughs> Now, when they get off the ship, she goes, sorry about the explosion, ma'am. It doesn't happen every day. And Modesty's like, I don't come here every day. Oh. She said, did you hear that bomb? Is oh, Modesty Blaze too? Yes. <laughs> Good one, Mike. Uh, by the way, I'm wrong. It's not a British accent at all. It's, uh, you know, they're in Amsterdam. Right. But she's just been passed a secret note. Harlem Strat. The great oh. Paco Nicole and see it's C is crossed out. Yeah, right. Well, the mime is no more. Uh, poor mime. Was there a movie where there was a good like they didn't piss on the mime? No. Oh. No. Every time the mime appears in a film, he he gets shit on. Absolutely. Yeah. Now don't stick up for mime rights, Mike. Okay. Like shakes the clown is as Robin Williams plays the mime on credit roll. Now, Sir Gilbert, no, Sir Gerald says, You did tell modesty about pressing um door you know doorbells in Amsterdam, didn't you? Because remember their last guy blew up? But Modesty's right. too smart for that. She just kicked the lock. She knocked on the door. Hey, you in? I don't want to ring the bell. I don't Modesty. like I don't like your door. Don't knock my door. Yeah, don't knock my door. It's been around. Yeah, I'll just have to write that down. 
I don't like your door. Oh, I got Don't knock (laughs) my door. Oh, here, I got another door joke for you. Okay. When is a door not a door? When it's a jar. When the gods break your door down. Then it is a door. It's a portal through which they are traversing. Oh, damn it. I never got that a jar joke. I was like, what do you mean it's a jar? What is a jar? What is a jar? I don't get it. Why would there be a jar? Yeah, what a weird word. Like, it's old English or something, because it's a, like, not article. The door is a jar. Like, I think a means means two in many languages. Yeah, some Latin stuff. Okay, so she snuck in. Right. To the credits for her. Yes, the apartment of Hagen. Right. Hagen is an old time spy, former, like, I don't know, lover of hers. Oh, that must be their dolls. So this shows that she still remembers modesty. Oh, modesty has a blonde. Yeah, you know, O'Donnell didn't like that at all. She's both blonde and brunette. She's brunette in the comic, and that's there's it's part of her look, you know. Right. Well, absolutely, because it's all about the uh, the inking of those comics, right? You know, the yeah. two tone, the duo tone, and like right. the shading. Yeah. Now, don't you see Barbara Streisand in her? Like, imagine if Barbara Streisand was pretty <laughs> and and carrying a gun, <laughs> and packing heat. Did you have protection, Austin? Of course. I had my Walter P. 39. Right, there's a cross across the my mouth. Right. Ah, illusionist. Taking orders from Gabriel. Ballsy. (laughs) That's pretty ballsy. Wait, what? Carl Cretutis. Thank you, cameraman. Cameron's last day. Her name is Clee. She's it's Amsterdam. Her name is Clee. Is this her for Cleavage? Vage. Yeah. Her name is Cleavage. Here we have no Cleavage. Wow, what a weird bar. Now there sitting at the table is Willie. And he you might look at his face and see Dodd. Sure. I Superman. See. Yeah, and the Limey. But I love young Terrence Stamp. Wait. Yeah, he was in a movie we saw. Yeah, that's true. He he, we did get the stamp in there. No, but where did we saw him in another LWAFL MOYT film, didn't we? Yeah, Carl, we've done like three hundred movies. <laughs> okay, okay. There he is. Look at him. See, yeah. sod. Well, he did a lot of, a lot of famous movies in the sixties uh, in British yeah. cinema. Yep. He's like the angry young man. That's Nicole, and Nicole is a former lover of Zod. Willie, I should say. Now, I have a question. How did he get out of the Phantom Zone? Right. Remember he was in that, like, uh, record album? Yeah, I had I had that in my house. I had a lead in my apartment. I had a copy of it. Like, shut up. Because it kept spinning around, like, ah. <laughs> ah. I had Zod on Laserdisc. Oh, you did? Right. You'd have to flip it over and be like, 
<laughs> Continued from side two. Uh, it's so neat how Laserdisc was, C, you know, CDs were Laserdisc. Laserdisc was great because at a certain point you had to like flip the record over. Right. Yeah. Modest. Well, that Abba Costello, so it's like eight movies per box set and two double sided DVDs. So, you know, well, where I. Where are you in it? Well, I started, I had no idea because there was no labeling which <laughs> what I'm watching. But so I fortunately started with their first movie, uh, Night in the Tropic. Wow, you started way back. Look yeah. how it just marked the egg. It won't pay off because Nicole, meet me at such and such. Oh, look at this smile. Watch what this guy does. Watch what this frog does. Boom! Why? 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 Was he like the last? He was the fourth pick for the mime replacement. <laughs> they, oh, nope. look at this. See the comic. Now, look how it's like. It's got. It's in the magazine. It was the sun or something, and it was shaped. It wasn't like our newspapers. It was a tabloid thing, but right. smaller. So, do you think it was like that? Like, you know, I mentioned the spirit. The spirit was a newspaper insert every Sunday. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't have like an additional shape, I guess. Right. It was not a comic book. It was a comic strip, and the books you read of the Spirit are reprints of the comic strip. Right, but it was it was a comic book. It was just put in as a Sunday supplement. Yes. Oh, damn it! I thought that drawer was a drawer. It was a jar. <laughs> yeah. Now Paul Hagen is attacking whoever is invading. <laughs> The roly poly flips. I mean, O'Donnell hated that stuff. Well, I mean, that's kind of fun, right? Well, no, you know, it is, but you have a vision of something, and then some other guy comes along and just, you know. Well, honestly, if the, if the producer's next movie was uh, Casino Royale, then I get it. No, it was the cinematographer. That guy's just no. got to work. That guy's right? Right. Yeah. Head on the table. Yeah. Got a gig. What you doing? I got a cine. You want me to film this piece of crap? Fine. 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 Give me the money. <laughs> so now, look, she's in her comic book garb right now. Well, right, she's a brunette. Yup, she's the comic book right now. So she was a blonde a second ago. You see how quirky that is? Doesn't make much sense. Right, and one time it's going to happen in person. Her hair will poof. Now, is it is it a wig? I don't know the answer. What happened to the? You know, I heard the missing human hair. The police are combing the area. Combing. I'm not writing that down. No, that's that's a myth. I think I've heard that before. In the elementary school, I got you covered. The rug told the floor. Got you. Got you covered. Combing the area. Who turned out the? If you didn't turn out the lights, who turned out the lights? And they think there's another attacker. And then they find out it. We got to mend the fuse. We did, right? The British uh, Con Air Con Con Ed. Right. It was BBC Ed. <laughs> they forgot to pay their television tax. Now look look how he doesn't kiss. Look how he he doesn't caresses. Well, now they were boyfriend and girlfriend. He goes, 
Were you always deceiving me? Do you think I can fool my own heart? He goes, very likely, <laughs> modesty. Modesty. So, now, this is another thing I don't understand about the movie. Oh, before I go into that. Yeah. We're going to have a bit in which she's like, oh, you know, she consents to, but he cannot open her outfit. He cannot, there's no zipper, there's no... Just a gun holster. Right. And he goes, he's going, well, look, you there must be something. He's like, how did you get in it? There's Nicole going home. Right. Okay, what I was going to say is that I don't understand. What she's going to do is she's going to go to Paul Hagen, and she's going to extract the information of where the diamonds are. Why? It doesn't make sense to the plot. She was hired by the English to protect them, but she doesn't even know where they are. Weird. Maybe, maybe they were already stolen because they didn't. I've seen this. This is the fourth time I'm watching this film. I, they did I'm so not sorry. Say that in the beginning. Look at this. She's chowing down. Yeah. The original stack core. Really reminds me of Barbara Streisand. Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden. No, who who played Ninety Nine? Oh, well, that's not. It doesn't remind me of Ninety Nine either. I don't no. remember her name. I liked her. Ninety Nine Restaurant, not the Agent Ninety Nine. Oh, I don't I wonder, know who played Ninety Nine Restaurant. Yeah, I wonder if it's raining outside. Now Zod is trying to extract from Nicole who does the illusionist work for. Oh, right. Gerald. It's Gerald. It's Gerald. No. Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Sir Gerald is our the head of the spies. Sir Jerry. Yeah. Sir Sir Jerry. That's right. At parties. They call him Sir Jerry. Now, look. Gabriel's talk. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. My mistake. That is actually a radio. And Gabriel will talk to the illusionist through it, Paco. Great. Oh, look at her tattoo, man. Now, That's... now, throughout the film, her tattoo will disappear and reappear. And, uh... like, the internet wants to tell me it's a continuity error. But the thing is, this film is so... Stupid. Continuity-less. They did it on purpose, you're saying. I, I, okay. I'm saying it's possible. It is possible. Now, what's interesting about this director is less his films and more his history as a pinko communist who had to, you know, the House on American. Oh, wow. They were after him. He joined the Communist Party. And I don't, I'm not saying that's bad or something, you know, but back then that was like verboten. And he well, had to they, they pinpointed a lot of people, right? So if you join the party, they're going to pinpoint you. So when Rupert Murdoch bought RKO, he did this test to weed out the commies. He went to every single director and offered them the picture, I married a communist. And if they declined, Howard Hughes said, that guy's a commie. Right. I, I did, that's how I got my job at IBM, at Salesforce. <laughs> I had it like, they said, will you watch I married a commie? And I go, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Will, will you direct? I said, yeah, I'll direct that. Uh... I'll direct it. <laughs> okay, now, 
They know where modesty is, and Gabriel's men have broken in. Why? Why do they want to kill modesty? I don't get it. Oh, uh -oh. oh boy. Hello, boys. You know, the Brits, they don't take showers. Yeah, it's just bubble bath. Yeah. Okay, turn it up, because he's going to talk to Gabriel over a bird. Uh -huh. Thank God I've been wearing these 3D glasses because that those cards were coming <laughs> at me. So they've tied up Hagen and they've tied up um Blaze. Modesty, modesty. And, her, and they're making her call Willie, her spy friend, right, Terrence over there. I don't understand why. I I think oh. I've either failed the audience. The first time I ever saw this film, I was absolutely confused as to what the plot was. It involved the diamonds, and every single player wanted to get them. Ooh, I have heard of this film, right? I knew it was based on the comic. I had no idea about this. But then I saw the novel. I said, that's weird. It must be like James Bond does different mediums. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, like the Phantom, maybe. But uh, I, I saw a couple of seconds. I mean, this is what they would put on like MGM, the, the cables network, where they'd show mm -hmm. MGM movies. Tonight, starring Zod. A double feature. It's Casino Royale and the other film he did. What film did we see Zod in? Was he old Zod? Like there's different young faces. Zod. He was young Zod. So it was British, right? Was it? Uh, it could have been that Mick Jagger film, but something tells me no. But it was. It was, was it that the Scavenger song. Hunt movie. Uh no. That was, yeah, I remember that. That was good. Okay, Nicole's jealous. Basically, they made Modesty call up and say, come right now, come over, you know, and that's what he's off to do. And he's found out that Nicole is work, you know, that the illusionist works for Gabriel. So now they know Nicole is a traitor. So Nicole is, well, actually, it doesn't happen yet. I'll. What what the over the top death? Are you gonna are they gonna find her body and stab her? Okay, so Zod <laughs> is taking this boat. I guess he owns a boat all of a sudden. Right. Uh, it must be expensive in there. Like yeah. parking alone. <laughs> Your sea meter's over, sir. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, Why is he over the boat? But Call for a taxi boat, lady. I guess to Amsterdam. Okay, so here's Sir Gerald. And mm -hmm. they're going to somehow together go into the apartment and save Blaze and uh, Hagen. Now, why? Why? For what purpose of our plot? Why has Gabriel got them captured? Why do they want Willie to... Oh, well, later on... Gabriel will use Willie to steal the diamonds. So maybe they're after Willie for that reason. And that's what Gabriel's up to. Okay, fourth viewing, and maybe I get the plot. But he, like, he he's amused by it, right? He's like a Jeff Goldblumian yeah. villain. Yeah. 
Oh, and his accent is the worst English accent. It's like, I don't know if Cockney's a thing and that's it, but it sure sounds it to me. Later we can listen. Oh, yeah. I look forward to it. Oh, so we see the parasol and an umbrella in this movie. I'm really excited. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's Jim Neighbors. <laughs> All right. I, I, okay, so... Uh, uh, you read Smartest Blazes. Uh, you see, he uh, gave him three team. minutes. He said three minutes. Like he's gonna go in, and then uh, Willie's gonna save the day. You'll see. Hello there. Good morning. He's stabbed yeah. by Willie. Ow. Right, be a, ooh, look at that! He has a gun and the umbrella. This, umbrella. These umbrellas are heads up. So they save Hagen and Modesty, and I guess Gabriel doesn't get Zod. His name's Willie. I should stop calling him Zod, but I'm not going to. No, but if, if you call him Zod, then I know who you're talking about. <laughs> if you said Willie, I'd be like, who? What? Willie Ames? Willie hears a whistle. No, Willie. Will you stop it with these knock-knock jokes? Willie, 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 stop it. Willie, will he? Knock-knock. Uh, who is there? Willie. Willie who? Willie, Willie knock it off with these knock knock jokes. I guess I don't know who the he is. You're right. I don't like your door. Don't knock my door. <laughs> trip. Wow, he did a somersault trip. Right. It's so campy. And this whole film is like that. Later, we're going to see the worst night fight you ever saw in your life. That's like it's the worst apartment I've seen. Well, it's not going to Well, I can't wait for the knife fight. Okay, we're back on Gabriel's Fortress Island, finding out Nicole is a traitor. So guess what? She will be killed. So, is she going to be fed by, fed to yeah. a, no? Oh, right, stab. They're just going to stab her. They might be doing the um, telegraph right now that... He's going to telegraph her dead. Let's listen for a second. Okay. All great to me. It's Sicily, so. Oh, that looks really refreshing right now. There's this running gag in which he refuses food. Like they give it to him. Gabriel? And he goes, is this egg fertilized? Take it away. He'll do that throughout the film. They'll bring him something. And then Mick Warder, the, the money man, will, um, I'm editing this in when I do it on YouTube. And then the money man will always eat uh, Gabriel's rejected food. Later in the film, he'll order a plane to be shot down, and then he'll lament the fact, I'm sure he had a children and a wife, you know, why can't right. pilots be bachelors? He's, he's like, <laughs> here, man. he'll do it, but he doesn't like it. Oh, the pressure of being an evil criminal. He seems pretty cool, Dirk. 
Beauregard. Dirk Beauregard. The villain. What's his name? Dirk something. Oh no, his 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 name's Gabriel. Oh right, Dirk right Beauregard. of course. There is a guy named Dirk in this. Uh, yeah, who is a, he? An actor. No, 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 no. An, an oh look, actor. there's ET. Oh no, that's the Souls. Chucky, okay. don't do it, Chucky. You got a whole life to live. Yeah, don't jump. There's so many people to kill, Chucky. Don't do it. Don't do it, Chucky. You'll just fall on the ground and get your step yourself right okay. back up. Gabriel's real life name is Dirk Beauregard. How'd you know that? Because uh, I saw the credit. Oh, okay. okay. Well, the name rings a bell, or at least it. it he'll it's... make this is the fourth movie of five he'll make with this director, Joseph Newton. Let me tell you about this guy, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, Born in Wisconsin, boring. He was studied in Germany with Bertolt Brecht. He was blacklisted in Hollywood in the 50s, moved to Europe where he made the rest of his films, like mostly in the UK. He always worked with this writer named Harold Pinter, um, who punched up this script, by the way, at his request. Um, he was a major figure in the New York theater before he went to, started doing movies in Hollywood. Visited the Soviet Union for seven months in 35, studied the Russian stage, met Bertolt Brecht and composer Hans Eisler, who were visiting in Moscow at the time. And these guys are communists, right? Well, those are like class act commies. Yeah, it's class act, all right. He served in World War II. I'm not sure on whose side, the Russian. Um, he was Bertolt Brecht was living in exile in Los Angeles. He accompanied him to Washington, D.C. for Brecht's appearance before the... House on American Activities Committee. He maintained contacts in the 30s and 40s with the communist radicals, leftists. Uh, he had long, okay, he wrote to the Immigration and Naturalization Service in support of Hans Eisler, the known communist with radical associations. He worked for the Federal Theater Project. House on American Committees didn't like that. Turn up the music, it's sound for a minute. There's this music that's sickly. There's no Nicole gets it, just now. This no, is like music public. The whole segment, it's awful. It's public domain circus music. When it starts to rain and they stop the music and you're like, oh, thank God. Thank God the rain came to watch this music off of earth. Nicole's dead, they're too late. Oh well. Let's sing a eulogy. <laughs> now a moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence. Shut up. The monkey wrapped his tail around the flagpole to show his asshole to the crowd. The monkey wrapped his tail around the flagpole. Everybody. Oh. I hate that. Like when you're trying to chase someone and you bonk into somebody. It happens all the time. Okay. Ooh, look at that cut. Uh, his first wife, Elizabeth Hawes, worked for a wide range of communists and anti-communist -com liberals at the radical newspaper PM. The FBI maintained dossiers on both of them and charged Lucy as a Stalinist. So in 46, he joins the Communist Party. He's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's She's just like Fred Funston right now. Okay, this is the stupidest night fight ever. Nobody's in jeopardy. Nothing's happening. 
Is that a priest? It's all a costume. Gabriel's men. But look at this. They're just... Yeah. It, it, there isn't even a... Whoa! I'm pretending I'm dodging something. Nobody's doing anything. When was the last time you were in a knife fight? Friday? Friday, I think. Friday, okay. That's Scotty. The oh, bouncer right. can make it, so I, they were like, Gene was like, can you not do comedy tonight? Can you be the bouncer? And I was like, fucking shit! Okay, damn it! And I got into a knife fight. There's a rumble in Springfield tonight. Yeah. The, Willie. Listen, the new guy's got a nickname, Swiss Cheese. Hey, Swiss! Now look, turn hey, the sound on. Oh, it's even too late. The, uh, the sickly music's playing, then it starts raining, and everyone shuts down and turns Right, the music finally shuts it down. Okay, now, here is a plane, and right. again, I'm confused about the plot. They will fly this plane, and it will be a decoy for Gabriel to shoot it down. So they'll think that they fooled Gabriel. But meanwhile, Gabriel's over there going, they think I've fallen for their bait, and they shoots it down. I don't understand how it fits into the plot. Are the diamonds on board? He's saying, you think modesty will steal those empty boxes? Interesting. Why yeah, it's like he... that Mission Impossible used to be like that. They would always like do these set pieces that had very little to do with the movie, the story. Yeah, it was like, we're doing television, we're spies. That yeah. was a very good show. I did. I, you know what? <clears throat> I had a copy on VHS and... Uh, it self-destructed after six months. Oh, yeah. You put it in, and it said, good morning, Mr. Phelps. And you said, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm Mike. Mike. Dear Mission, should you excuse it? Say, I, I, I could get it to Phelps. I'll, <laughs> listen, I'll take the tape to Phelps. This will just self-destruct. No, I got to take it to Phelps. <laughs> Where's the blockbuster? Be kind. Don't self-destruct. Wow, look at this, man. At this point, like, I'd be so angry being in the movie house. Like, what am I watching? It's computer graphics. So yeah. This is some dry humor. He's like, do you ski? No. Why do you ski? He goes, no. Then when they cut back to them later, he goes, do you skate? They don't give him a look. Now, I don't understand it. Like, they're monitoring from the ground, and they sort of know that Gabriel's going to blow it up. And, you know... But here's Gabriel on the other side, ready to blow up the plane so that they think he's... I don't understand the plot. Yeah, I don't really think it makes any sense. and It's not based on the actual strip. It's well, based on... Just the plot alone. If it, Even if it was its own standalone film, the plot doesn't make sense, or I don't get it. But, but what you're saying is a different sentiment, though, right? This right. doesn't like uh pay homage to the comic strip the way it should i mean you just boil it down to like what do i like about the comic and what would i see in the theater right and, you know a lot of times they'll change stuff and you go i got it it's a movie it's different you know okay nope. if you i checked out a little bit of the comics and if you were watching a movie really of the comics you'd see back alleys you'd see modesty getting an assignment and like oftentimes infiltrating a situation She'll break into a building or a ship or something like that in her wow. like guy. And then she'll change into someone who socializes in the she'll infiltrate. None of this happens. Okay, right now he's 
Okay, turn it on. Right now he's excited that he's going to kill somebody. He's going to press the button. He's going to give the order. Okay, now you can turn the sound off, and then later when he laments what he just did, I want you to turn the sound back. All right, get back in there. Because you use skate, it gives him a glance. Now look at this. The rocket won't hit the ship. It'll shoot a laser. Right, there we go. P-U. It's fine you turned it up, but you turned it up a little early. Early. And he's like, well, they're dead. See, this doesn't make sense. They know they've killed their own men for Gabriel's ruse. They never had a chance to ski or, or skate. We'll see this every now and then. We're in Gabriel's castle, and this guy's freaking out on the green. Okay, right. here it's, it is. Here it is. Here it's it is. done organically. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, it's over. Okay. Wow. I bet they were fathers and they're gonna hook up. Yes, they're gonna hook up and he doesn't like it. But at the same time, he's not really jealous. He's like Okay, here's another weird thing, right? I want you to notice that right. they drink out of the same bottle, okay? And I'll get there, right? Now, what's happening here is he's found out that he's, I don't know, she found out before that it's Gabriel and the, the diamonds are on this ship called the... Um, Love boat. Called the Tiboria, and like she's got all the information she needs out of this guy Hagen. Okay, but why is she spying on her the people who hired her? I don't get it. So you see, he's pouring the champagne from the same glass. Now, same one, bottle. You know that old gag: one of the goblets is poisoned. Right. Okay, but you saw they did it from the same glass, the same bottle, right? Well, what about the glasses, though? Did he pull a special glass out? Oh, see? They just don't trust each other. But they're having a blast doing it. Like, it's a big joke. Did he really poison her? I'll or find out in a second. Out. Two, three, four. Boy, the room seems kind of... I'm getting dizzy. Now, look how much he's drinking. So he knows. Now, we saw it come out of the same bottle, did we not? Yeah, we did, Carl. You pointed that out. So, I'm sorry. So now she is going to be like, let's do it. Let's go to bed. 
Now, sometimes I get a James Bond off of this guy on the side. When he turns to the side, you see James Bond. You see uh, Roger, um, you see Sean Connery. Oh, all right. Sometimes when he turns to the side, he, he almost did it. Now, look, for some reason, he got the Mickey slipped in his drink. But did you see the drink source? It was now. What now? Why? Like, is he I gonna ask? Know. Ask for information? No, she's already got her information. She's gonna disappear, and she's gonna leave behind a note that says, um, "Like now, I know I can't trust you. It's been fun. I don't know. I don't get it." Now here's her Chinese butler according to the internet, from the beginning of the film. And his next part is he will put them on a plane. And I guess they're going to this Tiberius. Now she knows where the diamonds are. No, he's important because nobody would be able to open the door to the plane otherwise. Right. If they want to get into the plane, they need a Chinese butler, a manservant. <laughs> to open and close of a plane, a private jet. Yeah, we, at my work, uh, downtown at my work, we have a mail server. We have our own mail server. Yeah, and he's Chinese. You have a Chinese mail server? Yeah. Now, this is going to be like, wake up, you blithering idiot. He knows everything now. Oh, wait, so are they double crossing? It's always a double cross when it comes to secret agents. Now, I don't think we'll see Sean Connery profile because he's pointing the wrong way. This way, he doesn't look like Sean Connery. It's the other way. Gotcha. Now he looks... About face. He looks like George Lazenby this way. Do a 180. Okay, here they are flying, and for some reason, Saad knows how to fly a plane. I guess he just... That was his spy training. Right. Why would he know how to fly a plane? He's super cool, Willie. Yeah, Willie is super cool. Ah, there's the Tiboria. Here's something I learned being trapped and being clipped in the Phantom Zone. Wee! Look at it. What did you call that mini umbrella? That's like a parasol, right? Parasol. I was was thinking Paratif. I was Paris. thinking periwinkle. It's a parasol, not sail. You can, you can get away with shielding yourself from the sun by having a parasol. Okay. You look crazy otherwise. I would never parasail. That's I, my age going up there like that. I'd be so scared. Parasail. But his has a gun in it, like gas or whatever. He's like the penguin. <laughs> No, he's not really that kind of super villain. He's just rich and he has he has taste and he has class and he's he's a decent guy. He's surrounded by boobs. Right. Oh. She's so pretty. And she does yeah. a good job in this film, but her accent's a little hard to take. Why don't you listen? All right. Well, 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 it might be over actually. Yeah, it's over. Now, look, he tastes the sugar and goes, okay, it's fine for the boss. That is some good sugar. <laughs> what's now, the, what's a, uh, oh, there's the chef. Yeah, he's all expected. 
He's not going to kill egg, the chef right after eating it. This egg, perchance, wouldn't be fertilized, would it? Take it away. Have the chef killed. No, see, you'd never do that. Wouldn't be fair. Wouldn't be nice. <laughs> you seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico where Johnny Depp is a uh, FBI agent who kills a chef after ordering his favorite meal. He's like, this is so good. No one must have it. Ever eaten it. Okay, Once Upon a Time. In Mexico. Great in movie. Mexico. I will check it out. Yeah, all you got to do is turn on Netflix and they'll be like, hey, we still have this movie. Johnny Depp. All right, I'll check it out. Okay, so. Uh, turn it up because I forget what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's talking, he's talking to the bodyguard psychopath, and it's not clear in the... Right now, he's like, that one, no, that one. Decisions, decisions. I'll have them both. So, for some reason, the, the minions are getting trained how to scuba dive. And it's just not clear in the film at this point why she's having them do that or exactly what's going on. Later, that's how they get to the uh, Tiboria. He is, it is an island. I mean, how else are you going to get there? No, it's not an No, they take a boat there. They're going to sneak onto the Tiboria where the diamonds are. Oh, right, the boat on Tiboria. Okay. Now, look, one of them won't make it, and she'll love it, and she'll eat his dog tag or something weird. Oh, I know that expression. I learned that from Welcome Back, Carter. Hey, I'm going to eat your dog tag. <laughs> look at that. Look at what she does. I guess it's the salt water, the Mediterranean. She's like, blood. Oh, gotta put it in my drink. They don't even drink it. They're like so wacky. Oh, there she goes. One quick sip. Oh, that was great. <laughs> well, oh, she's we like a you know she's delighting in the fact that one of her minions died. It was uh, the one that says banana. <laughs> banana. We should do that. We should watch that. Sure, sure. We'll find a free. Let's find a free copy of uh, Minions on YouTube. No, I'm. Oh, I thought you were doing banana. Uh, I thought you were doing. Um, oh, going bananas. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. That. What do you eat? What do you put in your cereal in the morning with the milk? Banana. <laughs> I'm saying banana. I assure you, I'm not saying banana. What? Well, if you're not safe, and you're not safe, right, we still we'll watch that movie again. Oh, look, there's Paramount. <laughs> the beginning of the uh, yeah, Paramount. Okay, so now, like once again, it's weird in the plot. They're going to now, for two seconds, have a musical. Let's listen. Weird. Now he's got his really cockney accent. And she's got her Italian accent. In the middle of this film, we're having this weird thing. Is this like a British music hall type of performance? Turn it off. 
It is not a British music hall type of thing. They're singing about the fact that they've been spies together, but they're never boyfriend and girlfriend, although they want to be. Oh, uh-huh. nice. A little musical interlude. Man. Okay, that's it. It's over. No more musicals for the rest of the... No more interludes. Well, there used to be musicals in the comp. Yeah, I mean, it's like a pop culture thing, you know? Like, they'll throw in a song. Now they're being chased. Typical back to the old spy biz. Yeah, that's right. Now, they'll, like, end up getting arrested, but they're spies, so they have spy gear. Oh, right. So, you know, they'll be like, license and registration, and then they'll they'll take their time, they'll hand it, the cop will say, oh, sorry, spy master Odyssey. <laughs> Odyssey, working for Her Majesty's Secret Service. Right. Yeah, you know, sometimes, like, I don't know, like, when movies get meta and they're doing, like, a, a take on, like, an action film or whatever, it still needs to be grounded enough for me to give a shit. Yeah, and that wasn't. Yeah, she just littered. That was pretty good. I know. They sang him. She had that ice cream since the song. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't melted. Yeah. Okay, now... Oh, no, not yet. We don't yeah. see wacky hilarity here. I don't know why. I guess it must have really been a guy on the side of the road. Here, we they get captured. Oh, end of the line. But they say to each other... We've got secret smoke bombs. They're set for 10 minutes. Oh, they got the French cigarettes, too. Well, that's what they are, secret smoke bombs. Now, watch. Let's look for a profile in which we see Sean. There's Sean Connery. There he is. Yeah, he looks like Sean Connery. Cool. Oh. They kidnapped him and they gave cigarettes. Well, they're friends. But why are they kidnapping him? They hired her. Yeah. Why are they kidnapping him? Don't, no, don't. I want to see Sean Connery in this fit. Sean Connery. Sean. Yeah. No, 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 no. George Lazarus. He's not looking like it right now. Looks like George Picard. Hmm. Something weird happened there. He, maybe you have to be far away. All right. See Sean Connery. I do like this print on YouTube. It's not pixelated. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. Pretty good. You know, they got the, the fins in the back. So you can right, the you see the curtains. Yeah. So the oh, the curtains. Please. Uh-oh. Uh, modesty. Right, right. You'll hear that song over and over. And you'll hear it like Muzak versions of it. Right, which is... Jonathan was into music, but David was like, no way. Now, look at the smoke coming out. No, Actually, they culture. just sang the song. It was written by the guy who did the music. The guy who did the music is Johnny Dankworth. He was an English jazz composer, saxonist, clarinist, wrote film scores. His wife, is it, oh, who cares? Um, he, did, he did the songs for Salt and Pepper, which was a spy film in 68. Fathom in 67 and the Avengers, which were spies in 61. So why? Why was if we're gonna do a spy film, we gotta get that guy. Now they're calling for Gabriel. I don't know why. They're like, oh, I think he's forgotten us. 
Well, he's probably not around during the storm. Have you seen Salt and Pepper? Sammy Davis Jr. I think Peter uh, Lover. Whoa! No way! I saw Salt and Pepper. They were uh, black women. They were ugly. They were young. Yeah, I've seen them today. They look prettier. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking? They show up in your. You'd be like, you'd be in the bathroom or the kitchen. They'd be uh-huh. like, "Salt and Pepper's here!" You'd be like, "Dudes!" Do 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 do. Are there different different tattoo? Uh, no, it's Not. the tattoo. But lots of times you won't see it on our thumb. But it was a snake before. Now it's like a, a land monster. Oh, did it change? I never Maybe. noticed. Gorgeous he, outside. He gets a call, and it's, of all people, it's Gabriel. Oh, we still have an hour and a half left. I thought I would give you a call. So he's like, he de- he wants to declare a truce talk. And that falls right into Modesty's plan. She'll, he goes, oh, I see you. You know, they don't say it, but essentially sees her topless, right? So look at this joke. He draws the trace of like a blouse or something. And then he goes, much better. You know, I would be totally like, oh, there's a naked lady? Forget this view. (laughs) So now he's inviting her to breakfast. And she goes, if you have champagne... You have the fat, good champagne. Wow. So God, he has invited. all the electronics. Yes, he does. Radio Shack. It was British, so it'd be like BBC Radio ta- uh, Shack. <laughs> right. It's not Radio Shack. It's BBC Radio Shack. Nobody goes to BBC Four. No, BBC Four. Yeah, BBC Four has like wrestling. It's got midget throwing. It's got bagpipe exhibitions. Ugh. Oh, I love the bagpipes. Oh, I, I watch them all the time. I'm their biggest fan. <laughs> oh, above deck. You watch billiards, games of nine ball. <laughs> they would use those counters with the, you know, they take your and slide it over when you got a ball in. That's BBC Four. Nobody wants to. It's like ESPN Seven. Okay, so now uh, they're on board a party ship. Yeah. Or I'll play the music. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? Why you gotta be so rude? Gonna bury her anyway. Bury that girl. Bury her anyway. No matter what you say, bury that girl in my front yard. Okay, she's had you know, a wonderful breakfast. I'll have it all. I didn't do her accent right. Put her up. Put her up. Okay. There's modesty song again. It's a music. Oh, it's piped in on the boat. Yeah. The yacht. It's no Jonathan and uh, David. And- David, it's uh, or is it David and Jonathan? I don't know. Now, this is the scene in which he goes, You know, I like you better as a brunette, and her hair goes poof, and she's a brunette. (laughs) Weird, this film that's weird. That the musical number, the tattoos disappear. I don't know, it's just a quirky film. 
Well, at least they have, oh, he's having beer for breakfast. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere on the merge. Now, wait, turn it up. Let's hear the hair change. Oh. Oh, we missed it. Well, we didn't really. We were aware for it. I would, I'm telling you, I would have, if I was in the movie theater, I would ask for a refund. <laughs> They'll say, why? I'll say, her hair changed color. Did you see that fake plane? <laughs> the plane. I, I have a kid. I've seen better Nickelodeons with special effects. <laughs> it's morning with Gabriel. Turn it Come. up. Listen to it. It's very witty. Yeah, what a hard sell. Let her eat. Oh, it's of course you do. All right, you can stop listening. It's just like we miss it because we don't listen. She's pretty. I mean, it's the script. It's not her. You know what I mean? But it's it's pretty sharp and pretty. You like her, you know? Okay, so she gets knocked out. Oh. We find right. out that the real plot is, for some reason, he thinks only Willie Zod can steal those diamonds. I don't know why, but that's what he thinks. And so he knocks her out to lure Willie. And make the deal. If we, if you don't steal the diamonds, we kill um, Modesty. Good. Oh, so there's a point to this. Yeah. So he's like, oh, sorry, darling. How's your head? Now look at the outfit she's in. How did she manage to change outfits? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at this point. That's right. It doesn't matter. That's what this <laughs> film is like. I mean, it's like you're going from A to B with like the tropes and kidnap and this and that, but like you would watch one of those Ed Wood films that wasn't a big deal film. You just take other people's footage and put it together, and the hero would be wearing one thing. He'd walk into right. a scene, yeah, sure. story, and something. But this is on purpose. Look what they're doing right now: knitting. Yeah, it's not knitting. It's it's like making a ball of. Sorry about your headache, darling. Anchors away. She's a good actress, you know. She's like doesn't respond, and it's Willie. Oh no! And the answer is yes, he would. Tell me, Lex Luthor, ruler of Australia. <laughs> what is the weakness of this Superman you speak of? Wasn't Zod like? Zod shows up in other movies. Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me, but they're all like the big deal ones are in the 60s, but he goes on to be a, um, um, you, you'd notice his face aged too. He's been right. in a lot of movies. 
Well, you know, I met the character Zod from Superman because the next Superman movie I think had a Zod in it. Uh huh. Like he he hated Russell Crowe. He's like, "Fuck you, you fucking that narcissist, sending your baby <laughs> in outer space." <laughs> like we don't know. Do you think like Krypton doesn't know that that JRL is sending his kid out of space? You guys are fucked. I'm gonna send my kid out to right. a planet wow. where the yeah. even like set up like a uber bus full of kids to send over they're confiscating what they think would have like spy gadgets in it oh good okay so now we learn that's the deal she is like kidnapped or whatever they're gonna kill her if uh they do if she doesn't have um if he doesn't steal the diamonds and I don't know. That's it. We're set up. He's going to now start scuba diving. And that's why they train the thugs, we find out. Oh, right. Are they going to be oh. like underwater fights? No. She she looks, you know, she's modest, right? She's right. modesty. But modesty. The, the psycho, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire? She, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire will be fascinated with the tattoo. Um... Boothergill. Miss 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 Boothergill. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot okay. about that. Yeah, Boothergill. Which one is it? Booth or Gill? Come on, make up your mind. You're gonna have to read the book to find out more. Now, I don't get if they're finding spy gadgets or the joke is he's finding like lipstick in a compact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the lipstick is engraved. Has the initials of my late husband. Wow, nice pajamas. We'll keep her tools. You can give her these back. Yeah, it is nice pajamas. Now, turn it up. He laughs. He doesn't like it. He does not like it. Now, look at this kid. I couldn't find anything on the internet like this is the son of the director or something. Right, like sure. That. There's no. No, he's just, he's boat boy. Hangs out on the shore. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's they voted this. Okay, so they think that party ship, the one that with Lex Luthor. Right, the one with with Doctor Evil on it. Um, they think Doctor Evil must be Gabriel, right? So right. Gabriel invited her onto that party ship and then secretly snuck over to this other ship that has fruit and nuts, like a cargo ship. What's with that scary sailor behind? Oh, yeah. It's like an administrative office. He's got a, um, a, a ledgy, ledger of all the ships that have come in and come out. Where are you going? You come back here, you. I can't do this whole thing myself. It's only a two-hour movie. That to me all the time. No, you don't. Well, do I try not to. I don't think it's professional. Sometimes it's for medicinal purposes. Yeah, keep the forfeiture. Uh, okay, so uh, here's Gabriel's plan, and they're, you know, oh, those no. are the thugs they train to. I'm going to show my, my training is going to come to four. Okay, I'll show it up, and he'll be so happy. Gabriel will be like, you're the best henchman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving you a, a, a raise 
and I'm making you yeah. top hench guy. Top hench guy. You get you to boss, stand to the left of me. Yeah, you boss around the other henches. You just stand to the left to me. You heard and, the boss. You heard the. That's right. You heard yeah. the boss. Let's go. And like, tell him do new policies in which they can sometimes have a hench woman. Uh huh. Take your hench daughter to work day. Right. Take your hench daughter to work. What's your uh, daughter's name? Hench regard. <laughs> Jess Henson is my podcast. All right. The pool is now closed. <laughs> it's adult swim. Adult swim. Okay. Well, so, underwater. yeah, they're, yeah, that's about as good as the computer graphics are going to get. <laughs> it really We're feels like. Pool. Well, he's just waiting, right? Yeah, they're waiting he's to steal the diamonds. And he goes, I gave them the tools. Now they have to finish the job. They should be arriving right about now. Now look how modest he's being treated. She's not in a cell, right? She's sipping right. brandy with her diamondy, her goldy things on. There it is. There it is. That is the Tiboria. Rod, John Connery. <laughs> when, he, when he turns to the left, almost all the way, his profile. John Connery. But if he looks to the right, George Lazenby. No, it's, it's that guy. What, what's his name? I don't even know. Roger I Moore. don't even know. The, um... Oh, I'm getting aroused. Look, they're siphoning oh, gas. To insert. Okay. What that is essentially is it's kind of like an airlock kind of device. And so they can go under it and like enter without being known. And only Willie will go in. So he's the one in the little capsule there. See? Right. So it's like a faux airlock. They're going to seal it, drain out all the water, open the hatch, and without, you know, they'll just go in. That this scene propelled that ship to fame. I'm telling you, that I was so falling asleep to that. I mean, it was so serene. I first saw a scene like that in that movie Blade. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. So the bladed blade. You know that, modesty that blade. That was a modesty blade. That was a that was the, a a real fan of that ship. Was a real fan. Real that. fan. Okay, so now. Um, well, They're slowly Zod is coming in. I would have to make the circle a little bigger. <laughs> no, it's a hatch. It's an existing oh, hatch. And they yeah. just air dock to it. That's the way they snuck in. Look Jeez. how Odyssey's being treated. She has a magnifying glass. She's I know. contributing to the conversation. She's no prisoner. But she has to sign an NDA. That's why she has to read the fine print. The magnifying glass. Man, this is a lot of work. So what's the music? Is it like spy caper music? Um, Let's listen. When we get home. Not now, you see. It's there on the ocean. Leave it up. Let, listen to him. Don't drop them all down at one go. <laughs> She's like loving that someone's going to die. And he goes, you must learn to sip your pleasures. Don't gulp them all down in one go. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's 
excited about somebody's gonna die. All right, anchors away. You can tell they're so. Are they still in Amsterdam? They are. Don't oh, I just saw the flag. It, it looks like Switzerland. I don't know anything. Let you me can look see at these locations for a second, and we'll guess. I, I already told you about his Sicily, Italy, Gabriel's fortress. Right. Um, Amsterdam, you get that. Naples, that's the Italian seaside. That might be where we are. London, England, of course. Right. Um, the tallest building in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, more Amsterdam. Interiors were shot at Shepherd Studios in Surrey, England. The Ritz, Piccadilly, London, UK. I noticed um, it. I recognize it all. Oh, he's gone. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. They didn't do the thing where they open the door just as the hatch is being closed. Yeah. Remember uh, uh, Costello opening the door? We thought he was going to smash into it. Yeah, right. He just puts his hand on the handle and opens it. It's a fish! That indicates, you know, the fish didn't come from nowhere. Somebody brought it in by mistake. It could Wait be a, a minute. Pile. The diamonds aren't on the big water at all. They're on the party boat. They're on that, you know. So Gabriel is on that ship with uh, nuts and fruit, right? Right. He goes, you're cargoing fruit. And then Fonsi goes, he's a nut. He goes, all right, it's enough with the insults. All right. You should have seen it. I should have told you to turn it up. But cool. um, they're realizing Gabriel must be on that boat and not the um, the, um, the Tiboria. But the diamonds are on the Tiboria. So guess what? He stole the diamonds. Okay? And now Gabriel has two prisoners. And they're back at the fortress in Sicily. Right. Old Big Rock. I don't get this guy's gag. He's like, like... He's the one henchman who's not see him right there. Yeah. All the rest of them are like tough or they're those pretty boys, you know, and he's the one like they're making him do pushups. And he's like, you know, he came up from the scuba diving and he was like, I guess that's his (laughs) gag. He doesn't fit with the other guys. I guess. It It was meant to be. All this pop art, like painting. Yeah. And it's 66, so it's very, it's a look look of a film. He's being insulted. Are they getting married or is this karaoke night? (laughs) No, neither. They are getting uh, sort of like thrown into, he's going to offer her now to partner with him. And then when she says no, it's like throw him to the, they're going to put him in prison. Zod, it's Zod. Yeah. Oh, don't, you don't want to be in prison with Zod. <laughs> he he used to have great T-shirts. He would say, "I Zod." I Zod. Yeah, he sure. On his t-shirt everywhere. It was everywhere. Polo, of course. Okay, they won't. He won't join me. So throw them in their prisons and make sure they're in separate dungeons. You know, uh, now this is weird. Yeah. Like, 
the prison is like psychedelic. Look at that. Right. Yeah. There's no bed. There's no water. There's no toilet. But there is freaking wallpaper that and a staircase. Yeah. So obviously the staircase is the way out. I mean, why do you have a staircase in a prison cell? So she will use the staircase. Such a weird film. Well, yeah, the staircase seems weird to be in there. I guess that's the whole point of it. Okay, time to take the staircase if you can't find a way out. Well, what is that? She, her eyeball recognized the staircase. It's so well, it was nothing. He's spying on her. He's gonna like seduce him and get free. You'll see. So she climbs up the stairs yeah. to see where it leads. She finds herself a key. Oh, so she got to unlock her handcuffs. Why? Somebody gave it to her as a present or something? It had her name on it. I don't it, know. It looks like she's on the set of laughing. I don't know, Artie. What do you get? <laughs> All right. So she's going to escape now. Oh, look. Oh, what? no, right in the lion's den. Yeah! Isn't that weird? And he knows it. Now, why did he throw her in a prison so she could climb up to his apartment? Hello, Montessier. Oh, that's not what I want at all. Look at all those buttons. I think one is for, like, a soda. Uh, okay, so he's talking to this French interviewer, our director, joining the Communist Party, right? I had a feeling that I was being useless in Hollywood and that I've been cut off from New York activity and I felt my existence huh. was unjustified. It was kind of a Hollywood guilt that led me into the type of commitment as joining the Communist Party. Um, his name was mentioned by two witnesses before the Un-American Activities Commission in the spring of 51. His attorney suggested arranging a deal to you know, testify in, pro in secret. Instead, he just left the country. Right. He just went to Europe. And they scrambled to get him a subpoena, but they were too late. So oh, he, right. goes, he returns to the States in 52, and he was unemployable. After a month, there was no way he was trying to find work. So he, he left for Europe again, for England. He didn't come back for 12 more years. Okay, so now he she's seducing the henchman, who's the pretty boy, and she'll get out unbeknownst to Gabriel. I, 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 a weird film. Well, a little roll in the hay. Oh, this is it, the little spice. Oh, did she kill him? Yeah, or knocked him out. What, by choking him to death? Or I choking death? With the thing, it's not around his esophagus. It was the back of his The neck. back of the head, yeah. I have an itch in the back of my neck. So now she's going up again. When will she realize? Oh, she's she's unlocking herself. She has the key, his key, perhaps. Carl, did did your nose go on strike? Because I saw you pick it. Oh, you can pick your nose and you can pick your friends, but you can't what? Pick your friend's nose. Right, but like, have you ever thought about that? Like, says who? I mean, it's physically possible you could do it. 
like two if he was consenting yeah i thought that too for less all my friends two consenting as adults explore an orifice it's not unprecedented oh so it's gonna get hit in the head bong that's right and she's so gonna put on that twist. garb and now she is the organist person oh good oh so it's gonna be uh like sister act at the end or something that's her disguise so damn pretty now now look yeah. here's gabriel hum de dum dum de dum de dum just walks past modesty he locks the door but i guess he uh she didn't lock it and he just walked right in just escaped so damn easy yeah trap door to his apartment seduce the guard choke him in reverse there were keys for her you know for cuffs it doesn't make any sense now watch He's this Whoa! Whoa! Oh. I, uh, right onto this soft mattress. I know. Oh, I got arrows. You, you waved your elbow at me again, Gabriel. Yeah. Different parasol color. It, well, he's got more than one. It's got two. He's got a parasol. Welcome back to On the Rooftop with Gabriel. <laughs> My podcast. My podcast. <laughs> oh, today's guest. I'm the cable access of podcasts. By the way, great comedian countdown today, Carl. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Look at this. Yuck. Cool. He's a robot. He's an android. Oh, I'm going to go choke myself. I'll be back. How cooperative is that guy? I'll just sleep here. Oh, what exactly is this? Remote control? I, I'm sorry, Mike. This is the fourth time I've watched this film, and I don't remember. This is a dream. I don't remember. You know what? I must start tuning out by the time I get to this part. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's right. They're making a fake pigeon. What for? To carry a message? Oh, they can fit in there. Oh, they get tied to the bird's uh, leg. Now it goes up like a kite, you see. I forgot all about this. Whoa. I don't understand the point of doing it. It's to attract other radio birds. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that must be it. They're transmitting. I don't even remember. Okay, now the Sheik shows up again. Right. And he's going to be called by their radio to come save them. We have a telegram for you, sir. Holy shit! Modesty <laughs> needs help! My son. Ma rally the troops! Rally the troops! Mobilize for war! Yay. Oh, oh no, Carl. I've seen this before. They fire them into the air. Bam, 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 bloody savages. Bam, bam, bam. They didn't do that. It's really sunny out there. Yeah, they do that throughout the film. All of the bad guys try to stay out of the sun. And then in the end of the film, they got the bad guy in the sun. 
this film is quirky, man. And yeah. why are we checking him out? You know, he's probably financed the film. <laughs> well, actually, it was financed. Somebody bought the rights, and then they had this plan to make um, Michael Caine the star. And in instead, he took Alfie. And Zod was going to take Alfie. Instead, he took this. It's weird, right? In 65, Nim Scala of Scala Brown Agency saw O'Donnell Strip acquired the film rights to the character. Scala had the idea of casting Barbara Steele, that's modesty, and Michael Caine as Willie. Uh, Sidney Gellett directing, I don't know. Sold the rights to Joseph Johnny, who, you know, hired Monica Vitland and Joseph Lucy. You know, they were his clients. Right. Kane would ultimately star in Alfie, a role intended for his friend and former flatmate, Michael Zod. Now watch this. This guy's going to get arrowed, but it won't be Modesty's arrows that hits him. When he gets arrowed, look how it, it will come in from the left. It's okay. so weird. That big old... I don't know if it's intentional. I don't think it is. He's pretending he's in a gunfight. Like he's a henchman who's like being a little kid daydreaming. Gifflow doesn't give a shit about these guys. No, but he he weirdly does. But no, so look, they've made out of his belt. It was like a spy gear, a bow and an arrow. Out, of, yeah, weird. Now watch how the arrow will come from the left. It won't be Modesty's arrow. Shoom. Yeah, right. No kidding. Oh, the stage hand got me. The off stage hand got me. We're we're escaping. Looks like a work of the continuity uh, editor. <laughs> Imagine how easy he escaped. That guy, like he punched, he kicked him into the cell, and Willie flipped him onto a soft bed. We're free, and I like happen to have on my back, like homing pigeon to call my father. <laughs> right. Tell him I made it home, okay. Well, actually, where did the pigeon kite come from? It was just, you know, a popular kite. I, when we lived by Ocean Beach, we would go down there and people would have their kites in the ocean. The seagull? Yeah. Now, why would Zod need a gun? He's like a Krypton. I don't know. You're a real pain in the neck. I don't know if I would be able to to switch uh, this movie right now. Like uh, I'm kind of into the story, even though there's been no puzzles. I don't get it. Okay, what's he finding? What fax machine? Holy cow! It's the diamonds that he stole off the ship. That's it. Perfect. Oh, now he's doing his miming. <laughs> They're going to lower it on this tower, and the joke will be that Gabriel is oblivious to what's going on. It's now so we're pretty. Now we're going to fight out with the uh, bodyguard, the, the the psychopath. Oh yeah! Whoa! Look how you're fa how fashionly dressed you are. Well, she's going to church. Oh, oh, she's going to church to repent for all her killings. I can't kill you with that hat. What? Well, she yeah, she throws away their guns, so they'll be in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Look how dumb it is. I know. 
this is worse than when Phyllis Diller fell in love with uh, was it the spy with the big nose? They started oh, and the dancing. Fat spy? The fat spy. Yeah. Remember they were dancing across the courtyard? This is just as dumb as that. It really is dumb. What's an exciting fight? Let me choke you from back of your neck. Let me feel you. A rough end. What? General Zod. Now look how it's around her neck, right? Right. Okay, because that'll play in. Holy shit. Majesty. Oh, right. Okay. Over the thing. And then, oh. Do you think he he knew that? Gabriel's Uh, oblivious. Really? See that dumb? It's the writer's dumb. Right. Oh, garbage. We got a. Yeah, what do you think that's for? Just to get things down the mountain, but, you know, down the castle without a hassle, but. It's uh, it's for like recycling and stuff. You put your bottles in there. uh, Wednesday nights for Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday night. Oh, the bears got into our trough again. I'm not going down there to clean it up. Look at modesty dangerously in the fucking thing. I know. In real life. Uh Uh-oh, going down? Maybe not. Maybe it's a, you know, movie. Well, I mean, there must be like some swimming pool. Maybe they have like a a studio where they have like a, a superior. Like the Titanic had like their own pool to shoot in. Maybe I doubt it. Look at it. That's an interior. Okay, no. so he he will now discover uh, his beloved bodyguard, but he won't be remorseful. Oh no! Ah. I told her we should hang out, but I didn't realize. Uh-huh. Why are you always hanging out? Oh, now he's a man. Look at that. Just like that. Isn't that weird? Why do it now? Oh, she died. He doesn't have to wear it anymore. She gave me this wig for Christmas, and now that she's dead, I don't have to wear it. Clearly, modesty has escaped. You, know, you bumbling idiot. Don't <laughs> tell me that. I'm the boss. Yeah, she's gone. Okay, so they're after her, right? But it's all for naught, and they're not going to have a big ending scene in which he is against modesty because the cavalry will come. The sheik will come and save the day. I think it's a weakness of the film. I think the film calls for a final battle between modesty and Gabriel. We won't yeah. get Her dad comes and saves the day? Yes. We're not and at the end of this movie, the troops. Though. This movie goes on forever. I know. I hope we're going to fit in two hours. I hope I only was under a minute. I've been coherent this whole two hours, haven't I? Other than the puzzle reference. Yes. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate your participation in your (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah, good to be here. This movie just goes on forever, though. That's the problem. Yeah, it does. And... The movie was kind of over when the diamonds were. Yeah. But not really, because they had to be given to the sheik. Wow, there's little dust bunnies. 
He's well, I, this is nothing like the, the comic strip. Well, I mean, the comic strip, they're like, well, we could go on vacation. Yeah. Live on the beach. Now, she would be in England. She would be on the grimy street. She'd be meeting contacts. She'd be, uh, you know, wearing Brunette. disguises. It was, it's. Now they joined forces together. Look at what they're doing, like how it's choreographed. Yeah. Stupid. Look. How did he get the up there? And then all of a sudden he's back on the beach. Look, see that? He's on the boat. Yeah, that's weird. How did he get up there? Now he's there. Right. Yeah. Large. All right. He's to the rescue. Did they have, Mike, they had horses on their boats. They had horses on their boats. Now yeah, they don't right. have horses anymore. They have boats. But they've already arrived. We saw them in a different vehicle. Right. It's so weird. But that's it. That's the, It seems anticlimactic. Yep. Now we'll have a gag in which his car can't go. Right. Oh, is it Chevy Nova? <laughs> Nova. It was like, the Chevy's like, we made a mistake with the name, but we hope our new car is a Chevy uh, fish drinker. <laughs> yeah, the Chevy Benito. Yeah. The Chevy No El Ranca. <laughs> which the motor won't start. It won't turn over. No El Ranca. <laughs> we were stupid with the Chevy Nova. This is the Chevy No El Ranca. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, you, there's no sense of danger. Like, right. not was now, there. also, we're way back before we're arriving again. Oh, yeah. Now we're back on the horses. We've right. got colored, you know, purple haze. Now this is, a, I, I learned about World War II from this movie. This is D-Day. Yeah. There's Tom Hanks' character. Yeah, he's storming the beach. Now, we're, I think we're just getting a joke there because he's doing the books while they're... <laughs> fire over there! See, they, he always does it to that dumb one. He was shooting the wrong way. Oh, yeah. But why do that now? Whoa, that was definitely a mistake. These horses, like, they're dropping down. Oh, there's Buster Keenan. <laughs> we saw Son of the Sheik. You remember that? Yeah, sort of, that's yeah. right. That was good. That was considered, like, the one of the first movie sequels. So look, he's having a smoke. Oh no. Now they're arriving again. Again they're arriving and the horses yeah. have been riding oh. up and down the beach. Seriously, where are they riding to? They're up and down the beach. I feel like my brain cells are popping. Like I'm now, getting why stupider. Why do they keep doing that? Jumping on. Look at how they're all laying around yeah, like the horses. Why? Oh. Come on everybody. We'll join the horses in the boats. Oh, but first let's pose. Are they singing again? Let's fall in love. So. Turn it up. I just don't turn it up. You missed it. I want to do the sound, but I can't. Well, it takes me a second, Carl. Yeah. When I when I did, when 
when I did the when we did the old switcheroo last week, the sound came cue because I knew exactly when I had to press. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so now you see the like when you want to turn it up, how important it is to be right on the line because you were spot on. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, I get it, Carl. So wow, what's this? Yeah, here comes Sir Gerald and like that's it. There won't be a final thing with um uh Gabriel, except we'll see that he gets his. Right. And but really this movie called for a scene in which modesty, you know, had a one on one with Gabriel and Destiny. Now does Modesty like get to hook up with a uh sexy vixen at the end and then nope. the government calls? No. Nope. Oh, it seems oh, like modesty. Uh, okay, watch for Roger. Watch for yeah. uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. He, he doesn't look like him right now. So yeah. that umbrella had a radio. There he is. For two seconds. Did you see him? First. Yeah, I know. He looks like. There he is. There he is. Sean Connery. Look, look, look. I can't du- believe it. 007. Oh, who are oh. you? Oh. Now, what's this? Okay, shoot the bird with yeah, this magic umbrella. Or what? Okay, now our film is wrapping up. And he's oh, okay. all the way back in their Arabian country where he's the thief. And they have the diamonds. And they're lounging around. And he's like, son, what can I give you? I'll give you anything you ask for. What would you like? And she's like, nothing. Okay, the diamonds. I don't know. And then they laugh about it and she breaks the third wall and looks at you as the film ends. Oh, saying, see you next time. Modesty Blaze will return. I guess. And she never does. Even Tarantino didn't do it. Yeah, well, there was a Modesty Blaze TV show in the 80s. It's on YouTube, the pilot. The, uh, I saw, the yeah, I bumped into that when I noticed there weren't any other channels. I didn't get fooled by it because it was a, a, a short length, you know, but. Right. So anyway, we're at the end now. Willie's getting bathed and we find that, you see, he hates the sun. Oh no. Yeah. Get fry his balls. <laughs> they got like a radio play. At least you can listen to yeah. WABC. So Gabriel's getting his WBAI in New York. Right. We're having our fucking fun drive. So that's all you're going to hear all day. Fucking fun drive. Oh, sports radio? First time caller? Long time listener? I'll take my answer off the air. Okay, so there's the diamond. You see him laying there on the ground? Yeah. Now, why don't you turn up the volume for the end of the film? Sure, tell me when the movie ends. Traffwork. Now, Gabriel will get saved because McWhorter will show up out of nowhere. And and in a Scottish outfit. Right. Now, Gabriel's saying champagne. Champagne. Champagne supernova. (laughs) There's the old gas station pump. Now, what I wanted you to turn the sound up was for this part. I thought we were ending. Here we go. What can I do for you? 
Of course she wants the diamonds. No, but she wasn't really. Uh-oh. Boy, she's looking right at me, Carl. Oh, I'm hypnotized. Whoa, just got, I just got cut okay. off. So we are probably out of time and even off the air. So thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, thank you, guys. We hope you enjoyed Mozzie Place. Till next week. All right, Carl, here's my new theme song. W A F L M O Y T. Flip, 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 flip. L W A F L M O Y L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L. Okay, all right, fast. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. Back to the oh, God. Oh, no, no, All right, let's do the first one. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Welcome back to another great show. Looking forward to it, especially because it's a switcheroo. Yes, today is a switcheroo episode. What are we? Who are we? L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. We want you to listen to our podcast and watch the movie on mute at the same time. What an experience. And, And don't listen to the podcast only. Give me a fucking break. You're missing uh, it. You're missing it. If you're not watching the film with us, what are you listening for? What are you listening for? You're not, you're not seeing. I don't get it. Well, anyway, we are. Uh, if you must, check it out on YouTube. Then you don't check have it out to on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Carl actually syncs the movie. Carl does a lot for hosts, for guests. Oh, I'm going to sync this show. movie. <laughs> yeah, I said this movie. So uh, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And usually Carl did the theme song. He's going to interview a celebrity comedian today, uh, and he usually researches the movie. Not this episode. We're doing the old switcheroo. Nice. I am tasked for doing research, and shame on me in advance. Uh, <laughs> I love getting a week off, but not if the show suffers. I'll do no, the this show will not suffer. Come okay. on. We're right now uh, <laughs> broadcasting on mutinyradio.fm. It is the greatest internet radio station ever. Yeah, that that's one out of San Francisco. There, I drew a line in the sand. The hell with the other one. And it's all thanks to Bam Benjamin. It really is. Just uh, just had her on as a countdown queen. She was great. Bam Benjamin. Bam right Benjamin. now, she's off in Greece. She's in Athens, and she's going to the Grecian Islands. So, we're wishing her the best. Yeah, and by the way, we listen to us every week, every Sunday at two p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We set up a special shows in August. We're revisiting episodes that didn't come out correctly as well as revisiting movies that we absolutely love. So we'll be playing. Right. So, and that's partially because we want Pam to have a good time yes. as our station manager vacationing 
out of the country in August, and we don't want any trouble. So that that'll be our August for Chase. So, Carl, what is the movie today? What the fuck did I just watch? Today we will watch They Might Be Giants, not the music band, not the music band, They Might oh. Be Giants, the movie They Might Be Giants, which is 1971. That's what you put in the search engine. They Might Be Giants, 1971. And the ch- channel we like is Galahad. Galahad. Kid Galahad. All right. Right. If you well, had a party, a gala last night, uh, you Galahad. Oh, you, I like that. You didn't go with the gal I had. You went a different direction. Yeah, if I was in my 20s, I probably would have gone with the gal I had. Well, you know, during attendance, they'll say gal I had, and I go, hey, present. <laughs> Want to make her here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. We'll save the jokes uh, for later. And we will, we prefer this version. It's five minutes less, and there are some uh, ver- different versions out there. Yeah. But this is HD, my friend. It's the a really good we quality. Like is Galahad. Fine Galahad. Galahad. So it you'll see, like, you know, yeah. There's there's other uh, videos of it, but this one I think is a cleaner cleaner version. It doesn't do that weird bootleg bigger image than should be on the screen. You know when things get cropped out. Yeah, yeah. Because so, you're trying yeah. to get away with having. Uh, we don't do that. We just take the copyright violation. We just Listen, take it. it's in our title of our show on YouTube. It's right. on YouTube. If you have a problem, talk to YouTube. Don't talk to us. Right. We, Why we're are you just giving me a copyright just, violation. We are yeah. watching it on your station. Yeah. Uh huh. Don't blame the maggots. Blame the rotted meat. Boom. Bingo. Blame Bingo. Come so on. we want you to go ahead, click the link, and hit pause, uh, and then move the timer to zero zero zero. We have a great segment coming up. Carl has talking, spoken to a celebrity comedian who will do our countdown, and when you hear go. Press go. We'll see you in a bit. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Tim Rager. Welcome, Tim. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good to be here. Now, Tim, you and I have been knowing each other out there on the comedy scene for a while, but you're kind of new to comedy. Like, how how many years you got under your belt here? Uh, Two years and, like, I say two and a half years because it's like six months and three days or something. (laughs) (laughs) In our like little, you know, niche here, that's really quite new. Yeah. yeah. One time you filled in for me as the host at Scotty's. And the way I got that to happen was not that I recommended you to the Booker Gene. It's that you're already regularly a host at a comedy club called uncle Vinny's down the shore tell tell me yeah. about that tell me how you got in yeah. there and when you're there uh i actually so i don't i don't actually know the whole story of how i got in um <laughs> it's kind of this thing where there, i i think there's two ways so um first of all like comedy is something that like i take very seriously <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so weird to say like yeah, making <laughs> people giggle is like the thing that I'm obsessing about. But uh, I had a show that was booked by Elazar Guzman. Right. That Bob Levy was on. Uh huh. It was in my hometown. So, like, half the crowd was my family. And then the other half the crowd was other comics' family. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
So I had this show and like it was in the middle of the pandemic and like nobody was taking comedy seriously really at that point. And I was like, I'm going to crush. So I had this juiced audience and Bob Levy saw me and I, I did well. I, I did not great, but I did well. And uh, I think he recommended me. The other possibility. Yeah, the other possibility is that the um, one of the other hosts, I did his podcast, and he was just nice enough.